Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Meg, your host of Just Meg. Welcome to the podcast. We are in episode 22 today and it's super unique and I'm super excited to share it with you because I am bringing in my friend Chloe, who I met on social media and found out that she actually lives just down the street from me. But Chloe is a freelance blogger and I know that in the world of teaching, when you hear the word freelance, one, you have a lot of questions. And then when they say, oh, I do blogging content or I work from home, most of us or some of us will sometimes be like, oh, that must be nice. (laughs) Or if you're anything like me, you heard freelance and you go, oh, you work from home? Do you get to stay in your pajamas all day? So Chloe is here to unromanticize the world of freelancing and what it is and has she been able to you know, focus on her mental health a little bit more, um, being able to be her own boss. Um, she's going to answer all of those questions. But before we get started, I'm going to give my podcast review shout out for this week. I am looking at, I think it says AU Girl 424. And this review says, Meg is the type of person who radiates her sunshine, light, and goodness to everyone who comes in contact with her. Listening to this podcast just makes me so happy and thankful to live in this global world where I am able to connect with wonderful people like Meg, even though we live far away from each other. Her podcast has so many wonderful takeaways, but most importantly, as a person who is trying to be the best version of herself. Thank you so much, AU Girl 424 I cannot wait to read more of your amazing reviews. Take a minute, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts so I can give you a shout out next time, but Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode with my friend Chloe. Here we go. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Just Meg, the unique podcast created to discuss anything and everything while remaining completely real, raw, and totally uncut. I'm your host, Meg, and it's time for us to get started with another episode. All right, folks. So I am here today with my friend Chloe, who actually lives down the street from me. And I think you've heard of her and you've seen her on my Instagram and things like that. But um, the interesting thing about Chloe is that she's a freelance blogger, which when I first met her, I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> I was like, Nobody you- does. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> and then, um, so I've slowly learned what freelancing is, but I thought it was really interesting. And I wanted to have her on my podcast to kind of talk about how has freelancing helped your overall being like your mental health and what is freelancing like a lot of people think that it's you know this grass is greener like I got to be my own boss but I think there's some nitty-gritty details that we're going to kind of dig into today so Chloe introduce yourself tell people where they can find you what do you do and tell me about freelancing yeah okay so Chloe Gibson it's my name um, I'm also from Nebraska, like Meg, and um, you can find me at thebasics underscore blog on Instagram or thebasicslifestyle.com. That's my own personal lifestyle blog. Um, but uh, yeah, so what is freelancing? That is a fantastic question. I had no idea that it was a thing. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's all different kinds of freelancers. I mean, it, depending on what industry you're in, they might be called independent contractors. They might be called a creative freelancer. Um, there, it, it just there, there's really freelancers across all industries, um, but for what I'm doing, I primarily do uh, writing, social media strategy, execution. Um, I'm doing a lot more photography these days, which is really fun and exciting. Um, but really, freelancing it's a really open-ended 
term and career path and it can really mean anything but when I left my office job to do freelancing full-time I mean nobody understood what I was doing how many people looked at you sideways and were like wait what well I think with me people were extra confused because I have my blog my Mm -hmm. lifestyle blog the basics but then I also have my freelancing business and so I think people thought that when I was saying freelancer or I'm going to be, you know, that's what I'm going to be doing full-time, freelancing, I think they thought I meant I was just going to be, like, doing my own blog full-time, which is also a career. Right. right. (laughs) Which is also um, a career. I mean, that's how I make my living is I work for other bloggers who are, you know, massive, have hundreds of thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of site views and visits. Right. Um, Just like any other business, you grow to a certain point and you need to bring in people to help you. Um. So blogging is a business, but mm-hmm. it's for me, it's not my only business. And and I'll, although I do monetize my blog as much as I can for the size that I am, um, my primary source of income is through freelancing. So that's taking on projects with other individuals and businesses who have their own thing going on, but they need help from someone like me who specializes in social media, writing copy, maybe a little bit of photography, mm-hmm. um, or just doing general kind of consulting on those topics. Right. Um, so for me, that's what freelancing is. But again, like some people are graphic designers, um, photographers. Some people are right. full-time photographers, yeah. which is technically like being a freelancer because you're not getting – basically, if, if you do not have a W-2 – for your taxes, you are a freelancer. Like, okay, so, so it's not like one specific thing. It's no. like, it, it, it can be it's anything. very open It's being an independent contractor. So if you came to me right now mm-hmm. and you said, Chloe, like, I need help writing show notes for my podcast. Right, yeah. That's a project that I would give you a quote for mm-hmm. and then take you on as a client and we would work together in that capacity. This sounds so official. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know that I'm ready for that. I mean, I love you, but like, but like that's whoa. that's like a freelancer. Yeah. Like, that's what that's what people do. So it's it's like you know businesses who um, you know they might might be a small business who mm-hmm. they can't afford to bring on a full time employee, but they need someone to help them out with their social media ten hours a week, or, right, or something like that. So like, that's you're when people like, might want to work with someone like right me. so you're like the outsourcing that people do so like i know that a lot of people know what fiverr is and if you don't know if fiverr is like a freelancing oh that's right you mentioned website. that yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i had never heard of that <laughs> oh seriously no i had okay never so heard like of it. i've gone to fiverr mm-hmm. to find people to create like graphic t-shirt designs or i mean there's like youtube jingles and like animated logos i mean like it's it's huge but i never looked at it as freelancing i was like i just need someone that's really good at this to do this for me because i can't all of those people would be considered freelancers and maybe it's it's just something that they're doing in addition to their office job Mm -hmm. but like on the side they freelance whether that means creating jingles or show notes for podcasts like that is that's freelancing and they probably collect a 1099 through fiverr 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 sorry (laughs) fiverr 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 and a 1099 is usually what independent contractors collect from their clients depending on how much money they were paid from that client because of course taxes it gets okay so now i'm curious so like have there been like i think people forget that thing like websites or blogs like you know what i mean 
like you, you've just learned to go to this place for information or sources or recipes or whatever. So what are some, is it like, are you like ghost writing then? Like, or do you get to put your name on it? Like when you work for these um, companies? Well, I can't <laughs> reference any of the clients that I do work right, for right. because I, I do that. have some NDAs. Um, some of them are okay with you talking about them um, and referencing them as a client, mm-hmm. but um, but I'll just kind of do like hypothetical. Okay. Um, so yeah, if a blogger comes to me and says like, I need to create more content, I need help managing my social, I just need help staying organized in general, mm-hmm. I mean, there's really kind of no... There's, there's no box, you know, it's like there's anything and everything, especially in the blogging world because it's still pretty new and right. nobody knows what the rules are. Like nobody understands. Yeah, we're like kind of making them as we go. Yeah, everybody's just kind of winging it. Um, and so, yes, to answer your question, that might mean I'm ghostwriting for that person. I got you. Um, some people might hear that and feel like they're being like tricked or lied to. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to understand that for 99.9% of these bloggers, like, it's still their ideas, their photos, like they're creating it in their mind. They just don't have the time to sit down and put it all together and write it out. And a lot of a lot of bloggers had like previous careers. Like maybe they were an accountant, maybe they were on Wall Street. Right. Maybe you know it, 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 these women primarily, there are some mm-hmm. men, but these women who are creating these websites and Instagram, you know, accounts, like they, it's really started for them as a hobby because they wanted to share what was going on in their lives. And then as the world evolved and social media evolved, Mm -hmm. it became a business. And, um, and so it's like, they were thrown into this world of like marketing and writing (laughs) and social media. There's a lot to it. Yeah. And, and they don't know how to do it because they were an accountant or whatever their, their day job was. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like if I all of a sudden decided to just start dabbling in accounting, <laughs> like I wouldn't know what I was doing because mm, yes. I it's didn't a great go to pastime. Yeah, I didn't go to school for that. I've never studied it. Like I really don't know. Just I just want to dabble. In I just want to dabble in accounting. <laughs> and so, if I decided to make accounting my full time career, I right. would probably need to bring on somebody who knew what in the world they were doing. Correct. And so that's really the role that, that I kind of fill with these, um, with these bloggers and people that I, that I work with. Cause a lot of them were not in, you know, like I said, like the marketing space Correct. before their blog really became their full-time business. Right. Now you, before you did this whole thing, you worked like I was in marketing and you like were corporate America. Oh my! <laughs> corporate America. I went to a building every day at eight a.m. Went home at like you know five. Did you have a cubicle? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, you had a cubicle. Cubes. I had, I had cubes. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the cube farm life. You know. I just <laughs> that's what out. I called it. You broke out of that cube, cube farms. I broke out of that cube <laughs> farm and I'm never going back. Well, never say never, but I just uh, if I did go back to a traditional office job, it would have to be. A very specific. I I would be much more picky and choosy about right. that um, about going back into that world. I don't think that I would, unless you know, desperate times. You never know. But um, but yeah, I, I don't think I would ever just be like, mm, I I think I'm gonna start applying for like corporate jobs again. Right. I don't see that happening for me. Um, but again, never say never. Yeah, you never. I mean, you, you never, never know. know. You might have so to. okay, so. What does a typical, because I think a lot of people think like, okay, so freelancing, you kind of do this on the side, like you, you have these different contacts. Like it sounds like a really flexible schedule. 
is it really that flexible or is it not? I mean, there's no denying that there's flexibility. Right. Um, I mean, I don't have to report to that cube farm every day <laughs> at 8 a.m. and then right. wait until like 5 you know, I love that home. you call it a cube farm. I've never heard that. <laughs> it's a That's cube great. farm. Yeah, I don't know where I picked that up. Somewhere like right after college, and I was just trying to bring humor to my <laughs> pathetic cubicle. Your cubicle life. You have, you have yeah. A cube. Um, and plus, it's like you're in this big room, and you stand and you look, and it's just like a sea of cubicles. So I mean, and no, that makes sense. I've never heard it. it does it's a cube look, farm? It looks like a farm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like, except it's cubes. And As someone animals. who's never had to work a corporate office with a cubicle, yeah. there are some days I wish I had a cubicle just to like everybody leave me alone. Some people function really right. well in those environments. But do you know what I do for that? I just go sit in the bathroom stalls yeah. because it's like a cubicle myself. <laughs> so and then I can walk out and then or be in social. Your closet. <laughs> <laughs> sit in my closet and yeah. record a podcast yeah, yeah. but that's fine okay that so is what is it like granted it has flexibility but are you busy all the time do yes. you have more time for yourself or like no yeah. so back yeah back to back to the point of the the question here <laughs> um so like I said there's no denying there's more flexibility mm-hmm. however that doesn't mean there's any less work to be done And I feel like when, especially when you're like me and you're kind of just still starting out, I mean, I've been, I've been freelancing for, uh, it'll be three years. Um, This spring, I went full-time just over a year ago. Mm -hmm. So that means like I left my office job. Um, But when you're still in this kind of beginner stage where I'm at, it's like you're saying yes to everything. And, you know, eventually you get to a point where people, I mean, not clients, but others, other freelancers mm-hmm. that you might look to as mentors will start telling you, like, you need to start saying no to things. Um, but anyways, so when you're just starting out and you're saying yes to everything, it very easily can take over your life. I mean, right. there's, I might be able to do a workout at one in the afternoon versus someone who, you know, teaches or... <laughs> yeah, I'm not working at <laughs> Or, you know, has a traditional office job. Um, but, I mean, that means that at 5.30, when everyone else is going to work out, like, I'm still working, like, nine times out of ten. Um, and, and although you can make your own schedule, and I really enjoy that... You know, for me, it means I'm I'm getting up later and or I'm get, yeah I'm getting up later and I'm working later because I'm not a morning person at all. So yeah, it's like no. I get to make my own schedule, but then I find myself working, you know, twelve hour days. And when you're working a twelve hour day, when you start your day at eight, like eight to eight, like okay, whatever. But like ten a.m. to ten p.m., it's like all of a sudden I've missed out on my entire evening. Right. You know, spending time with my fiance and maybe meeting up with friends or doing whatever. And so I tend to stress myself out a little bit because I um, haven't quite figured out the mornings. <laughs> um, but Mornings are hard. They mornings really are. are really hard. And when no one is forcing you to be anywhere at a certain time, right. you really have to own that. And I have just kind of accepted that like I'm just more of a night owl than a morning person. And that's okay. But there comes a point in your life where you want more of that balance back um, and so I don't know. I think that like on an average week, I'm probably working like 50 plus hours, 50 to 60 hours. Oh my word. Um, but you have to remember that when you're a freelancer, you do not get paid, you know, to check your emails, to seek out new business, True. to balance your finances and all the administrative work that goes into running a business because right. that's what freelancing is. And so 
there's a lot of time that I spend working that's not billable. And so, <laughs> you know, and then if you, if you look at, you know, like all my invoices and it only, you know, and it doesn't total up to 55 hours per week, that does not mean anything. <laughs> right. Because it's, it, it, that's just, that's just part of it. That's, that's part of running your own business. You, there are a lot of things that have to get done that nobody's going to pay you to do because you're no longer on somebody else's time. You're on your own time. Right. Um, and so that was probably one of the first big lessons that I learned. I was like, wait a minute. I am billing for less hours than I ever, like, you know, worked at my office job. Right. So how is, but I feel like I'm working more than I've ever worked in my entire life. So like, <laughs> what's happening? Right. Like, yeah. why, why, where is this imbalance coming from? And, and it, first of all, it made me realize how much people, and when I say people, I mean like myself, at office jobs or traditional jobs. I don't know about teaching necessarily because I feel like you really have to be on with teaching. Like there are there are tiny humans relying on yeah, you. Yeah, see, there's a lot I of I never of, had like, to deal on. with that. So maybe this isn't applicable for teachers, but at regular office jobs, like as much as people don't want to admit it, there's a lot of time that you do not spend working. You know, you turn <laughs> you turn and you're talking to your your cube mate. Or, you know, you, a meeting ran long because you're talking about the latest episode of This Is Us. Or, right. you know, it's like there's a lot of time that you spend talking with your coworkers, going to the bathroom. Maybe, you know, you took a long lunch. or right. You know, there's a lot of time that you might spend that you're still technically getting paid for when you're at a, a traditional yes. office job. Yeah. Um, that if, if I slack off and cruise Instagram for a half an hour sitting at my desk at home, or my couch, rather. <laughs> right. Like, uh, Do you really work at your desk? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm working on that, too. Um, but it's like I'm not getting paid for that. And that's right. that's the real difference, you know, that I think a lot of people might not realize, that you're working a lot more, but not necessarily for more pay. Right. Um, because running your business means... It's on you. It's on you. There's nobody yeah. else doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and that can be really stressful really, really quickly. Um which is why I've tried to make myself a little bit more of a priority, especially after finishing year one. And I got engaged, too. Right. Yeah. And congratulations. Thank I don't you. think I ever told you congrats. Yeah, I got engaged, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see the story, it's on our blog. I went and read it. <laughs> We're so cute. My fiance and me. Um, but yeah. And so after getting engaged and after freelancing full time for a year, you know, I just really knew that I needed to turn a corner, like, wellness-wise, because I had gained weight. I wasn't feeling great. I just kind of felt like I was cranky all the time because yeah. I was, like, annoyed with myself for, like, thinking that I had signed up for this, like, better life. Right. And And, uh, and although it is still the, the type of job that I thrive in and yes. I do enjoy it at the end of the day, um, it's it's just definitely not – something it, I just don't think that it is what everyone thinks it is like the grass is not always greener greener I understand why people romanticize the yes. idea it's like oh I can go and work out in the middle of the day I can you know if my kid gets sick I can go pick them up or you know whatever right um, I can take my cat to the vet <laughs> and I don't have to worry I have two cats or by the way dog. yeah or do I don't have a dog but Meg has dogs so. I have a, you can take my dog to the vet because I, I don't know if my schedule will allow for that <laughs> but 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 I understand why people romanticize it because mm -hmm. at face value it looks 
fantastic. It does. Um, like, I'm not going to lie. There are times, like, I will go to my lunchtime and I haven't peed by myself. Because if I have to pee, I have to take all of my students with me. Oh, my gosh. Is yeah. that legal? Well, I mean, they don't go in the stall <laughs> with me, but, like, I mean, they're not helping me wipe myself. But, I mean, at the same time, they, like, they do. They have to, like, I can't leave them unattended. Oh, my gosh. So I either have to call for another adult to come cover my room so I can go to the bathroom or, like, I hold it. And a lot of teachers just kind of hold it because you don't have yeah. that extra staff to come cover it. So then, like, I get to my lunch break and I, like, watch my Instagram stories while my food's in the microwave or whatever, and you're, like, sitting on your couch, like, or you're, like, making food. And I'm, like, I want to make food rather than microwave it. Like, oh, it does. So, I mean, it really does. But you, I think you always want what you don't have. And then Absolutely. once you have it, you learn mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't so bad. And, and don't get me wrong. I am so thankful that right. I've been able to pursue this path and have the opportunities that um, that I've had. Um, and I, you know, wouldn't change it. Like I said, at the end of the day, this is still a job that I thrive in and that I enjoy. And if I, if I feel like I'm ever not enjoying it or not thriving, I'll make a change. Um, but it is definitely not for everyone. No. Also, there's a lot of alone time. Like you're in isolation basically. So like you're the kind of the complete opposite. I think we've talked about this before too. Like we're the complete opposite. Like I spend my days around tiny humans. Yeah. And my staff. And I love my staff. It's the tiny humans <laughs> that they exhaust you. You know, like they they just need you so much. I so when I come that. home, <laughs> I can never be a teacher. I mean, God you're bless gonna come, the you're teachers. Come read a book in my room someday. Uh, um, day far away from. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live. Uh, um, so like, I spend my day around humans, and you do like a teacher, like you said, like you don't have to be on at a corporate job, but in teaching, you have to like you never know what's coming at you, and you have to be prepared for every outcome and everything that's going to get tossed at you, and then some. Like you're not even prepared for half of what comes at you, no matter what. So then I come home, and like my husband loves telling dad jokes, <laughs> and like by the end of my day, I'm like, you're. Are you telling me something that happened about your day? Are you telling me another ridiculous dad joke? Because like I've I've exhausted my patience at that yeah. point. And then there's you're you like who's overstimulated. Like, oh, by by far. Like so much. And then there's you who's like, I probably really just want like human interaction. Like, do you do you miss the human interaction of an office? Um Sometimes I do, especially around the holidays when I, like, watch my friends, like, snap stories or, you know, videos that they might send mm-hmm. of, like, their coworkers, like, being silly and decorating the office and office potlucks. And, right. And, like, I was the person who always participated in, like, culture council and, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. Those culture are the kinds council. of things that corporate America has. Yeah, you know, to There's help, like, council? the culture of the... Of we have, the, like, a sunshine committee. But, like, again, I work in an elementary school. Like, culture council seems very corporate. I think culture council is, like, probably sunshine committee for adults. Like, (laughs) Like just basically making sure that people are, like, not hating their lives, like, so much. Right. And and that they feel, like, as satisfied as you can feel at a corporate job. So I was always really involved in those things. And I liked planning office things and, Mm -hmm. you know, being, like, kind of that funny quirky uh co-worker or employee <laughs> so I do I do miss that but again like for me the trade-off is worth it as stressful as it can be um to do 
what I do and like freelancing full time. Another thing too is like taking time off. Like that doesn't exist when uh, you have I didn't like. Even think about that. Yeah, let me give you the rundown here. And I do have a post on my blog like pros and cons of being self-employed. And this I isn't. I think just, I read that one. <laughs> yeah, this isn't just freelancer. It's because I get these kinds of questions all the time, and it's not just freelancers. It's like you know people who start their own business. You know, yeah. it's like there's no pay time off. There are no benefits. There's no like culture council, you know, like there's, <laughs> there's no sunshine committee yeah, showing up making sure that you're feeling okay. There's none of those of those things, you right. know. Um, and so it's like going on vacation, although I can work wherever there's Wi-Fi, which is fantastic. Right. Um, and it does allow me to spend time, you know, like going and visiting my mom who lives in New Hampshire, or my sister who lives in western Kansas. Like it it does allow for that flexibility, but trying to take like like real no working straight vacation like it's so 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 hard and there's no step because because there's no separation and that really goes back to like working the long hours too like when you leave your classroom you probably feel like there's like a switch that you can like finally kind of turn off a little bit (laughs) maybe maybe I'm wrong but in in jobs where you get to at least leave a building and then go home yeah that's true there's something mentally i feel like that's different than working and living in the same space 24 7 this is why you need to work at your desk (laughs) and not on and people have told me that so much i mean it's a huge mental thing and the thing is like teachers i think teachers are unique teachers are a very unique breed um because we do like we will bring everything home like we may walk out of a building but we've got those you've seen those big old bags you know i remember those bags from when i was like in elementary i mean it's not like they've it's not mary poppins bag it's full of like lamination and tests (laughs) and grading and you know so many things and so i think that teachers the one thing that you relate to is you do a lot of things off the clock Mm -hmm. you know that you're not getting paid for the difference is our job suffers because people are demanding that you do X, Y, Z. And if you don't do this, then this can't happen. So you better find time to do it. You know what I mean? So there is some relatable things, but we definitely, you know, you walk out of the building and like I've had nightmares about like knowing the students' families, stories or like i've had i've woken up and i'm had sure things the, weigh on oh on you oh there's the emotional time. fatigue big time yeah. and that's and that's with any any location of school it doesn't matter because you you work with these tiny little humans and to not have a like a an emotional connection with them like you're not a teacher you, like it'd i be think impossible. that's why i could never do it because i think you'd be surprised i cry watching like car commercials <laughs> Car commercials? Yes, car commercials. And so I just uh, I just think that if I, you know, ever had a student that was, you know, struggling, which I'm sure you see all the time, I right. just, I, I don't know. I think I would just break down and cry all the time, like, w- like with them. And you, I don't think you, you can you do it. that. Like, no. you probably don't want to cry in front of them. No, I mean... I would I would cry in front of them. Like, <laughs> I wish you could see your face right now. Just like complete fear. Emotionally, like I just don't think I'm I would be able to be like the I, strong I person. I think you'd toughen up more than you think you would. I'm mean, in all honesty, because you don't have a choice. Like you yeah. just you can't crawl under your guided reading table and, and sob. Like, guided reading. I don't even know what these terms mean. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know what your corporate committee what is it? Culture council. Culture council. <laughs> Sounds so official. What in the world? Okay, so 
I don't even know how long we've been talking. How long have we been talking? I don't know. It doesn't have a timer. No, it's fine. It's whatever. Okay. So what do you, if you had like a teacher, okay, so like you're talking to me. Let's say, and this is a complete hypothetical, FYI people. Let's say I want to become a freelance or freelancer mm-hmm. and, and maybe I'm going to do graphic design. Maybe I'm going to, you know, create billboards. I don't know. And I'm leaving the classroom. What words would you share with me? What, like, as supportive as you can, like, minus I know that you're going to be supportive of it because we're friends. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But what words of caution or what things would you say to put in someone's mind that's thinking about leaving teaching or corporate or office or whatever and going into this what would be now that hindsight's 2020 yeah so what would you say um the first thing that comes to my mind is I would just say be prepared for it to be way different than what you thought it would be um you know the worst thing that that anyone can do in any situation whether it's work personal life whatever is, you know, you have an expectation in your mind of how something is going to be. Correct. And then you do it, and you're like, uh, wow, wait a minute, this is, um, this, is not what I, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And then right. you find yourself disappointed, maybe depressed. Um, and I think that a lot of, I mean, I can't speak for all freelancers around the world (laughs) but you know I I definitely think that there's probably a large percentage that um, thought freelancing was for them and then they ended up going back to an office job um, because they I mean sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith to figure out that it's not for you right because if you don't maybe you'll just sit there every day and think like I had that chance I didn't take it and um, and it is a, a massive you know leap of faith and um, and I and I would definitely support any you know friend or family member who who wanted to do that. But I would just absolutely say like it's probably going to look a lot different right. in real life than what you've imagined it to be when you're like sitting in your classroom tired and miserable or right. sitting in your cubicle like like just hoping that there's something more for you out there. Right. Like. It's very easy to to romanticize it. Yes. And I completely get that, but um, but just know that it's probably going to be much different. Way the reality better. of it is going to be much different and much harder. I mean, six months into my journey, I lost half my income. Oh, my word. Yeah, yeah, because I had a big contract um, with a website that I was, um, you know, doing a lot of work for. Yeah. And after the new year, last year – they were like, we've been acquired and we're changing some things and uh, February will be like the last month for you to submit an invoice. And that's it. And that's another thing with freelancing too. Like it's much easier to just email your freelancer and be like, oh, hey, we're just, you know, we're going to start doing this ourselves again. Or, yeah. you know, it's because it's not like firing somebody. It's much harder to fire somebody. Like but, you're not, you were just an outsource. Right. 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 And so it's like, they don't have to care about me the way that they would probably care about like firing, you know, a full-time employee. Okay. So this brings up, okay. So have you ever met someone in person that you work for or that you have worked for or that you have a connection with? Like, do you um, think that that's basically makes... in person? Yes. Uh, one, one client. Okay. So my question is everything's done online. Yeah. Like it doesn't <laughs> make it different knowing the person that you're working for or not so much. 
I don't know. Maybe if for some reason they they needed to let me go or you know right. discontinue my services, uh-huh. um, it would be like harder for them to do it if right, they had met, met me them. in person. Yeah. Um, but again, like cutting ties with a freelancer is a lot easier for companies or individuals to do than it is to like actually fire an employee, and. Even though for some clients, you know, I'm contributing or, you know, doing just as much work as a full-time employee would, um, it, there's just a difference. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a weird, um, I don't know, a weird little uh, quirk, I guess, of being that is, a Like, freelancer. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And so, so yeah, um, last, like, January, February, yeah, I lost, like, half my income and I was just, like, okay, wait a minute, like, <laughs> whoa, what's happening? Um, and, you know, it's like, clearly that's going to be a very stressful moment in time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like you can either try to recover from that, gain some new clients, get some new work. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, I mean, even today, I'll, I find myself sitting here like, okay, what's what's next? Like, yeah. you, know, you know, if I want more work or if I want more money, like, how am I going to make that happen? Because... At my old job, I just had to, you know, work really hard, do a good job. And then at my annual, you know, in, uh, uh, review, yeah, you know, I'd probably get a raise. And that and that would work out. Mm-hmm. But, like, in this world, it that is just not that, how that it works. Isn't... And then maybe after, you know, a couple years. So you're, would... you're saying you can't give yourself a raise. <laughs> well, I, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you can. But it's when you've set a price with clients, yeah. it's really difficult to go back and be like, hey, you know how I was charging you this? Well, now I'm going to charge you this. Right. And then you risk losing them as a client. Right. And, um, and, and upsetting them. And, and so it's, it's like, would I rather make less money or no money? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sitting here listening to this, and we, I don't think we've ever had, like, this whole, like, deep conversation about freelancing. And I have so many questions. Like, how do you track your hours? How do you figure out how much your time is worth? And how, I mean, like, there's so many things that I didn't even realize went into this really simple word of like freelancing. Mm-hmm. You hear freelancing and honestly, like my immediate thought is, oh my God, pajamas all day. Like, like I could be in my pajamas all day. It's like, romanticizing. People exactly, romanticize it. Exactly. And I think that that's really important that people, like if you go to Fiverr or you go, I mean, you can find these freelancers anywhere. You can yeah. simply do a Google search and find someone to, you know, do whatever you need done. Right. Basically. You can they can do anything. Yeah, you can really hire someone. And for... they don't even have to be in the United States. You can literally find them all over the world. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that we one that the World Wide Web has brought that to us. But then like to sit here and talk to you that living this freelance kind of life and hear all the different things that no one talks about. It's so interesting to me because you do, you romanticize it. Like I, like I said, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, pajamas. Yeah. You just think about wearing pajamas all day and going to the gym in the middle of the day and running errands and, and it's like, I've had those days, but then guess what? Then I'm sitting up all night trying to catch up on all the work that I didn't do that day. Right. Just like any other job, like if you procrastinate, like it's going to build up and then you're going to be... You know, so if you watch the entire season of Gossip Girl, you're going to have to. And the next day is probably going to be very stressful because you watch TV all day and didn't do what you were supposed to get done that day. And and every day, like at the beginning of each week, I try to write a list of each day of the week and the kind of like, I guess, tasks, Mm -hmm. um, whether they're ongoing or new tasks that I have that week or whatever it may be. So I have my days pretty mapped out. Mm -hmm. Um. 
And a lot of those days, like there's usually like a couple things that don't get done and then they have to carry over to the next day. And it's like when I have a day where I get everything checked off, it's like, right (laughs) it's like it's like oh my gosh I did it you know like I stayed on track I was productive like I feel great like I can actually close my computer at 6 p.m and just like hang out you know right um and it's it's uh it's just it's heavily heavily romanticized and and you mentioned like setting prices and all of that I mean that is like a whole other like podcast even like right I think like it would have to be like there's got to be like someone has to have some kind of e-course or like <laughs> yeah. I mean like in the world of Let's buy an e-course from like a freelancer on how right. to be a on, freelancer right. and how to set your rates and but that totally exists you know oh, I'm that sure like it one, does I'm sure someone set, has my invented some magic from the formula. freelancer about being a freelancer yeah. oh yeah those are definitely out there I'm oh, sure yeah. you could pay somebody to sell you something about how to you if you literally Google like how to like there's going to be an e-course for every like thing that oh, auto yeah. populates. It's like, and things that I didn't even realize I needed to know how to do yeah. is all, they're also going to yeah. pop up. Well, and learning how to set your rates and what you're worth, it, you know, it's like you're putting a value on yourself and your services. Does and that like, feel weird? Yeah. To put a value on it yourself? Does. It does, especially because you want to keep perspective and you, yes. you don't want to be overcharging and you don't, you don't want to undercharge either though. And that's something that I struggle with because although I do feel confident in my skills, as a person, you know, I just in my life, uh, you know, struggled with, you know, feeling confident in, right. in just myself as a human. Um, and so with my work, even though I feel confident in my abilities and my knowledge and, and just, you know, doing what I, what I do, right. uh, I, I feel like I tend to like shy away from more aggressive pricing because that little scared six-year-old girl in me like creeps in and says, oh, you're not worth it. You're not worth <laughs> it. Everybody has that. Yeah. Everybody has that. So I can say I'm a freelancer at Sarcasm. You can pay me $10 for every sarcastic comment <laughs> that I can come up with. That's, I feel very good about that idea. skill. That's, uh, you can pay Are me. Are benefits included with that? I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Maybe per $5 benefit. I don't know. No, there's no benefits. No, And that's another thing, too. Like health insurance, I buy it from the marketplace, the marketplace and uh, it's very expensive. Was, yeah, yeah. Usually employers pay, um, you know, 50% of right. like a monthly premium. At minimum, usually 50%. Like 50% is kind of like a crappy employer. <laughs> Well, I mean, not a crappy employer, but like a lot of people that I know. Are, I mean, there are some schools that don't offer it at all. They don't get any cup. Like the the schools don't pay any of the premium. It depends on the state. Oh my god! Welcome to the world of education. You guys, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this. Wow. I was well, I'm learning about freelancing. I'm just too busy about- sitting in my pity pot. Like everyone's so <laughs> bad for me. I have to pay full price for health insurance when there are apparently. Oh no, there are out teachers there. up in that marketplace too. I mean, oh like my it's gosh. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I did not know. Yeah, welcome to education. Gosh. I mean, I mean, like, it, de- it depends on your state. It depends on your district. There's a lot of things that go into it. But, um, yeah, n- it's not unheard of. Wow. Yeah, it's, you know, another conversation for another day for probably. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is awesome. Okay. Any last words? Um, well, I'm just really thankful to you for asking me to come on here and I like this. I think this is story fun. a little bit, but... 
Um, I don't know. I just think my, my message is really, you know, if you have something that you want to pursue outside mm-hmm. of your, you know, nine to five or whatever it is that you're doing, whether it be teaching, marketing, being an accountant, <laughs> dabbling um, in accounting, yeah, dabbling in accounting, whatever it is. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you should wholeheartedly pursue, uh, pursue that path. Um, but just like I said, be prepared for it to be different in reality than what you've kind of fantasized it to be in your mind and, and go in, you know, with that knowledge that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to, to be a lot different living it in the day to day than what it is, you know, sitting in your classroom or sitting in your cubicle, imagining it. So in your cube farm, in your cube farm. I love that phrase. <laughs> I really do. Okay. And but take care you. of yourself and take Seriously. care of yourself while you're, while you're doing all of this. So like. Basically, I mean, going back to the self-care thing, I think it it goes to show that even working from home and being your own boss is amazing as that sounds. Like, it's still hard to find that balance. It doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden your first priority and that you have all the time in the world right. to take care of yourself. Yeah. It does not mean that. And and I really learned that this, this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still have to prioritize it just like you do with any other job. Right. I mean, Working out does not just magically happen on its own. Trust me, I thought it would just magically happen. Like I, you know, just be, it would be amazing. If yeah, it did. It's, it's like I would just be sitting there and I would just be like, oh, I just worked out and I didn't even know it. Yeah, I didn't even break a sweat. Like yeah. what happened? That, that's not. It's not how it is. It's literally the exact same. Like you think you're gonna have more time, you won't have more time. And when you think you're, you're gonna have more time, you think you're gonna be able to give that to yourself. Yeah. Um. But that's just that's just not. I don't want to ruin anyone's dreams, but like that's just it's not, just not what like we're unromanticizing. I don't even know yeah. if that's a word, but we're we're taking the romanticizing and it, away from it. And we it. need to because yeah. there, I, I if people want to work from home and pursue that, I I totally get it, but just know the realities of it. It's right. not it's not going to magically fix your you know what you're struggling with Mm -hmm. it's it's not it might even you know bring out what you're struggling with even more because you're spending yeah because you're spending more time by yourself you have a lot of time to just sit there and think about you know the things that 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 aren't going well in your life you know there's oh yeah you're left alone with your thoughts quite a bit and so (laughs) when you lay it out like that I just don't know you know like that it's something to think about for sure and I'm I'm so excited to have had this conversation about it because, you know, every time I talk to someone about freelancing, the mm-hmm. first thing they, you know, they they say or that they might bring up is, oh, it must be, you know, so flexible and you must have so much <laughs> spare time. And and I don't want to sit here and sound un, ungrateful or like, oh, yeah, I'm a freelancer and it's not that great. You know, I'm right. not trying to give that message. But um, just like anything else, it's usually not what it seems. No, you have to be realistic. Exactly. And that's okay. And I want to put like that truth out there because I just feel like with telecommuting and like all of the technology these yes. days, like everyone wants to work from home and, and have the flexibility. And again, like I totally understand it, but just know that it's it's truly not for everybody and it, it, it probably isn't what you think it is. <laughs> Well, there you go. So there you have it, folks. So make sure I will link Chloe's things in the description box of wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, or maybe you're listening on Anchor. That's totally fine. Um, but go check her out. She's definitely an amazing human, and she's got great blog posts oh, with lots of recipes and lots of like just realness. But overall, welcome to the reality of freelancing. freelancing. And working from home. So thanks for being here. This was awesome. Thank you. And don't forget the basics 
underscore blog on Instagram, thebasicslifestyle.com. Shameless plug. Right. <laughs> plug away. Plug away. It's fine. But thank you guys so much for for having me and for yes. listening. And I hope um, I hope I clarified some things and answered right. some well, questions. Right. Well, and if you didn't, slide into we'll, my DMs. We'll do it again. Yeah. Or we'll do like we'll Chloe do part again. two. Love it. Chloe part two. Chloe part All two. right. Guys, don't forget to hit subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. If you listen, go ahead and tag both of us on Instagram. Screenshot it. You can tag both of us. Um, our handles are linked in the description box below. Um, and I'll talk to you guys next time.